Are you looking to expand your brand this year? Want to make your business stand out above the rest? Well, there's no better way to grow than with your own podcast. Whether you're an entrepreneur, a solopreneur, a small business, or a massive company, you need a podcast in 2024. Podcast Plus is an easy and efficient way for you and your brand to join the podcast revolution. There's no better way to position your company as the go-to authority than with a podcast that showcases your industry knowledge, insights, and expertise. The studios at Podcast Plus are state-of-the-art with top-of-the-line production quality. And if you're just starting out, Podcast Plus offers professional script writing, editing magic, and can conceptualize your show, create your cover art, and get you ready to stream on all major platforms. We'll market your podcast as well, showcasing it on radio stations and digital streams across the country. Expand, enhance, and extend your company and brand and reach potential clients and customers 24-7. Find out more at podcast with the K, P-L-U-S.com. That's podcast with the K, P-L-U-S.com. Five, four, three, two, one. Mothership connected. Navy pilots are having encounters with unidentified aircraft. You're saying that that our government went to the major television stations and told them, hey, knock it off with all this UFO rhetoric. Exactly. Originating from a remote location, nearly as top secret as Area 51. It's not a coincidence that the U.S. Navy is now starting to take this subject seriously. Somewhere between abnormal and paranormal. we got a great show, Jeremy. You're traveling into the paranormal. night with you here traveling somewhere between abnormal and paranormal from the cold dark depths of a secret dungeon somewhere deep in the remote pacific northwest i'm jeremy scott and i thank you for being back with us here for night two of the weekend it's always an honor to be sitting in with you and i'm honored that you would spend some time maybe five hours when we're all said and done before the weekend is up, and I'm really honored that you would do such a thing. I want to touch on something that I I have been concerned on, and I would only bring something to your attention if I thought that there was a need for, well, maybe not a need, um, because you can be the judge of whether there's a need to be concerned about something like I'm going to talk about here. I certainly think that there is... A need for you to be concerned. Um, and so here it is. For the last couple of weeks, I've been monitoring some headlines. And when I first heard about what happened at sea involving submariners from Russia uh, on a nuclear sub, I thought that that was very, very suspicious. And if you're not aware, We'll get to that in just a moment, but my concern again is where is all the media when it comes to all of this? You don't have to answer that question. I think it's pretty obvious 
where the media has been, or in this case, where they have not been when it comes to covering some of this stuff. Now, all of these are real documented, confirmed events. However, nobody's putting really uh, it all together, at least not that I have heard. Some have focused on bits of this, and they have done shows on a very, very minor part of it, but they haven't put the entire piece of the puzzle together. So let me do that for you here. Would you Would you give me the opportunity to do that? A Russian nuclear submarine crew sacrificed their lives for the greater good on July 1st in the Barents Sea. There was a fire that broke a, a broke out aboard um, on the submarine by the name of Losharik. It was on a classified mission, and there's some speculation it may have actually even been under the Arctic sea ice at the time. It was reportedly involved in research on the Arctic seabed which is known as a rich source of natural resources and precious minerals. But the Russian government, or anybody else for that matter, has not released much information about this. They've remained mostly, well, secretive about it. And even on the existence of the submarine itself. One of them, though, uh, one thing, though, has been confirmed, and that's that 14 of them died. 14 Russian sailors, most of them senior officers, died. Now you could say, well, it's very simple, Jeremy. There was a fire aboard, and they all died from the fire. Either they were consumed by the fire, or they died from smoke inhalation. You could think that. But then we fast forward to what was then reported um in the days after, including a uh, what happened at a funeral. And uh, what happened at that funeral was a very, very uh, disturbing um, revelation. Uh, a revelation that these sailors died trying to avoid what they're saying is a planetary catastrophe. A planetary catastrophe that they have not gone into further detail about. But we can speculate it was a Russian nuclear sub, perhaps underneath the Arctic sea ice. They could have been doing a million things. Now, this gentleman who spoke at the uh, funeral service, who they say was a high-ranking Russian officer, but has been has not been named, so take that for what it's worth, at the funeral of the 14 sailors who died in that nuclear sub-disaster, uh, here's what he said. Today we are seeing off the crew of a research deepwater apparatus who died while performing a combat mission in the cold waters of the Barents Sea. At the cost of their lives, they saved the lives of their comrades, saved the ship, 
and did not allow a planetary catastrophe. What might that planetary catastrophe be? If you have an idea, you're welcome to call at 855-790-8255 in North America. Again, 503-506-0396 is the number for callers outside North America. And international and Skype callers can get through at ITP51. So then we fast forward to a report that actually just came out this past week of some sort of secret operation that is being conducted by the U.S. Army around the Washington, D.C. area. There have been Black Hawk helicopters that have been flying missions there. Again, we know military does exercises all the time, and many of them are secret. Um, But this, to the tune of $1.5 Uh, million dollars kind of secret and what they say was an emerging classified flight mission whatever that means now there was also a uh, an asteroid that just zipped past earth a couple of days ago that not many people paid attention to because their eyes and their ears are stuck somewhere else and they can't seem to pull it out Like they're stuck. We need to get them some petroleum jelly or something, and then they can ease themselves out of that situation. They would rather talk about other minute subjects instead of something that could have made it all. um, Well, you could disregard it all. It wouldn't matter because if we were wiped out by an asteroid, something the size of what could wipe out an entire city. That's right. An entire city. That's what they're saying um, this asteroid that zipped past Earth just a few days ago had the capability of doing. And yet it was only tracked um, just before impact. And like I was making the comment uh, on Facebook with a couple of folks who were kind enough to comment on the story. We're supposed to trust NASA to redirect an asteroid in orbit. And we're supposed to trust them shooting lasers at these things when they can't even get the trajectory right, and yet we want them to alter that trajectory. Am I missing something here? And so an asteroid that has the capability to wipe out an entire city literally just came came through. Um, and they say it was traveling almost 15 miles a second. It came about 43,000 miles away, which is closer to Earth than the moon is. And was one of the closest known approaches of an asteroid to Earth since we started closely tracking the movements of objects in space. So kind of a big deal. Yet, doesn't seem like many people care about it or even know about it. And, um, you know, we cover many other events much, much bigger, uh, uh, more coverage on much smaller events, and yet this one, because we've got our our heads, you know, where um, people aren't just people aren't paying attention. So then, on top of that, uh, th- those three things that I've mentioned so far, um, the fact that we had this nuclear submarine crew prevent some sort of planetary catastrophe at sea. 
the Army conducting secret missions around Washington, D.C., and this asteroid that came zipping through. I'm just kind of wondering what this planetary catastrophe is. Is anybody else kind of wondering? Because we've seen a report of a planetary catastrophe, and then we've seen some sort of response which could have been, could be, or could not be, but it's possible it could be related to that, some sort of secret operation. And then we see that an asteroid comes in. That's another planetary catastrophe uh, or catastrophic event, uh, should it occur. And now we are uh, outfitting U.S. fighter jets with infrared sensors because, you know, there's been all those UFO reports that pilots have been having of unidentified flying objects, and uh, yet they're not tracked on radar. Well, so we're going to try to track some of these objects by putting infrared sensors on U.S. fighter jets. And so they've created a great story here, right? I mean, we literally have been strung along here because they've created the story, and it's a great story, and I believe it, that these pilots are having these encounters with unidentified flying objects. Otherwise, the Navy wouldn't be taking it as seriously as they are. They are going to not allow much of the information to be released, but they are certainly going to be giving pilots an avenue in which to to, to uh, report it and kind of destigmatize the whole situation. So, yes, that's real. But people have been saying the pilots have been having encounters for so long, we're just now living in a time where, you know, the, the media is king, uh, the alternative media, social media is king, and it just seems like a bigger deal. I mean, that, look how this Area 51 thing has turned into. Um. So things do grow like wildfire, and certain stories get more coverage than others. Some are more credible than others, and it's not always fair in which the coverage is dictated. You would have to agree. So they've created this story that these pilots are having encounters, and so they need to now um, outfit these U.S. fighter jets with infrared sensors. But what they may actually be using those sensors for may not be related to UFOs, maybe related to some other threat. It could be even related to asteroids. Maybe the planetary catastrophe that we, um, that we are encountering or that is laying at our, at our footsteps is the threat of an imminent asteroid strike. I don't know, friends. Like I said, you're, you're welcome to throw your theory into the mix at 855-790-8255, toll-free in North America or 503-506-0396 outside North America and ITP51 on Skype. Because I'm interested in what you may have to say about this. Um, you may think that you know this planetary catastrophe uh, is something totally different. You may think that it's it was just one statement, and I'm putting too much weight behind that unnamed Russian officer. And you're you could be right, because like I say, I that person was unnamed from all the information I was able to gather. And if you're going to say something, you need to come out on record. As far as I'm concerned. But sometimes people just, you know, aren't really willing to be public, but they want the information out there. And, you know, there's ways that they could tie their name to the whole situation if they wanted to make money off of it so they could sell a book or be featured in a documentary and sell rights to something like that. But it, it's it's the ones that really aren't interested in that that just want to poke the information out there and don't want any of that other stuff and then don't want their name out there. They just want the information to be released. 
it goes both ways. It can be true. It can be fabricated. Uh, it can be 50-50. We don't know. You have to take it for what it's worth. I'm not saying that this source is 100% credible, but not everything is 100% credible. Nobody will really tell you that on the news when they report. You watch the nightly news. Do you ever get uh, one of the anchors saying, well, now we can't necessarily verify this, but no, because they are perceived to be deliver or to be um, operating uh, in facts, right? And they don't want you to ever believe that they would not be giving factual information. Well, I'm going to tell you when you know I find it a little suspicious, you know, that this person's unnamed who's coming out and saying this that these sailors on the Russian nuclear sub prevented some sort of planetary catastrophe. I understand that that's a possibility, but then I see all these other things surrounding what could be, you know, in response or could be a planetary catastrophe situation itself. And I just kind of wonder, I why, 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 why wonder, why do I believe that, you know, one day we could be, you know, if it is an asteroid, if that is the planetary catastrophe that we face, um, you know, I think it is, I think it is imminent. And I don't know why I think that's imminent. Uh, if it's going to happen, I think it's imminent. L- let me just say that. I'm not saying that I think we're going to be hit by an, an asteroid and it, it is imminent. I'm saying if we are going to be hit by an asteroid, like in, let's say in my lifetime, I'm 36. And here's the thing. I think if if we're going to get hit by an asteroid in my lifetime, it's going to happen within the next five years. And if we don't get hit by an asteroid in the next five years, I don't think I will live to see the day when we do. And I hope to live a long time. Is that a fair statement for me to make? I hope you will uh, will buy me that. I just don't think, um, you know, if it doesn't happen right away, I think, you know, we might dodge the bullet. <laughs> As they say, you know, there could be some other planetary catastrophe situations and that we haven't um, discussed necessarily in this situation. It could be an EMP. You know, we've done uh, quite a few shows now on the threat of an electromagnetic pulse and Brad Bernard's in Parabnormal News last night. And we'll hear him tonight as well. About this Venezuela situation, another power outage in Venezuela. Now, they have had a history of large power outages. And you may say, well, it's just all related to that. It's just one of the same. It's it's another one of those. But I'm quoting the officials who say an electromagnetic attack. Something that we've spent a lot of time talking about lately because we've been seeing these mass power outages you know the grid being strained and i don't think it all can be blamed blamed on either the heat or on some of the flooding heavy rains that uh we've been seeing the last couple of weeks that could also be a planetary catastrophe it's possible that there's some sort of alien base underneath the arctic sea and that well um those Russian sailors had to sacrifice themselves in order to kill off whatever was underneath the Arctic Sea. That could have been a planetary catastrophe um, if there was some sort of race 
or base underneath the sea. Either of these could be a possible for a, a planetary catastrophe, and I think that we probably are closer to one um, than we have been in our lifetimes. And like I said, uh, if it doesn't happen in the next five years, I don't think it'll happen in my lifetime. Now, I may come back to eat those words. That's not some sort of Nostradamus or um, psychic vision or anything like that. I'm just saying because, you know, we live we, – we live – most of us live live to be pretty pretty up there in years and you know we learn quite a bit of information over those years and we always think uh our generation is going to be the generation when there's some sort of mass disclosure or when there's some sort of cataclysmic event or catastrophic event and yet we live and die and we don't see it in our time and then the next generation has those same hopes, if we can call them hopes, only to be disappointed before they die. I certainly hope that we're not headed for some sort of planetary catastrophe, but I'm open to the possibility that we are closer than we've ever been before. So all I can say is if you're not prepared for one, maybe now is the time to get prepared. I don't have any product to sell. I'm just saying if you think that, if if you think that, Maybe some of these events are connected and we are headed for some sort of planetary catastrophe. Well, then now would probably be the time to get prepared for a planetary catastrophe. I'm Jeremy Scott, Sunday night with you here from the cold, dark depths of a secret dungeon somewhere deep in the remote Pacific Northwest. I'll be back. Streaming 24-7 on the Parabnormal Radio app from TalkStream Live and at ParabnormalRadio.com. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.